A US shooting, EU leaders turning on one another over the blood clot vaccine theory, British vaccine updates, and some good news from Japan. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Wednesday the 17th of March. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we go to the US to discuss a shooting. It's never a good day when we have to open the Daily Briefing with news of a tragedy. However, it's important that we discuss them. Late last night, a gunman in Atlanta killed at least eight people in a series of shootings across three separate massage parlours. The victims have been described by authorities as mainly women of Asian descent. A 21-year-old man has been apprehended by police and taken into custody in relation to this crime. Georgia's governor has praised authorities for the way they apprehended the suspect. So far, a motive is yet to be found, but many worry it's part of a wider trend of violence against the Asian community. As a result, New York City has deployed extra assets to Asian communities out of an abundance of caution. Instead of speculating about the possible reasons behind the attack, I think it's best that we all reflect on the event and the pain that the friends and family of these victims must be feeling at this time. Our thoughts are with those who knew the victims and we hope that the perpetrator is swiftly brought to justice. In the second story today, we move to Europe to discuss the situation related to vaccines. You may have seen some news about the potential for the AstraZeneca vaccine to cause blood clots. Now, we're not scientists, but some of the big regulatory bodies have refuted this claim, with the European Medicines Agency saying that there was no suggestion that the vaccine caused fatal blood clots. In fact, as many have pointed out online, there's simply not enough evidence to draw a line between these handful of blood clots and the vaccine. A huge number of people have blood clots each year, especially in the older demographics that have been vaccinated thus far. So to presume a correlation is pretty questionable, especially when other regularly consumed drugs like birth control have far higher rates of blood clots and are still considered to be perfectly safe. So the issue here really is correlation and causation. On Thursday, the EMA is set to release its full findings about blood clots and the AstraZeneca vaccine. Matt Hancock, the UK's health secretary, has encouraged the EU to follow the lead of Britain's world-class regulator. Despite this commitment, many European countries have currently suspended the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. The German government, having just suspended its use, appears to be split on the issue though. That's because the CSU and Bavarian leader, Markus Soda, claimed that he would take the vaccine as soon as possible, suggesting that he may not actually support the government's suspension. In fact, even the European Commission president, Ursula von der Leyen, has said that she would accept the vaccine if offered, again hinting at tensions between the European leaders. Exactly how Europe will go about rebuilding trust in relation to the vaccine, if it's found to be safe on Thursday, is as yet unknown. But we're interested in what you think. Do you think that the EU should have stopped the AstraZeneca vaccine being used? Or do you think that the UK should also suspend it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. In the third story of the day, we move back to the UK to discuss the progress being made with the vaccine. As we just explained, European nations seem to be increasingly hesitant about using the AstraZeneca vaccine due to reports of blood clots. The UK, on the other hand, has demonstrated its determination to go on full steam ahead with its vaccination policy. It had previously been announced that the UK was aiming to offer vaccines to all over 50s by April 15th. 
All over 50s today have been encouraged to book coronavirus vaccines on the NHS website, meaning that the government has met their objective 29 days early. It's additionally been suggested that all over 40s will be invited to book their jab as soon as next week. So far, around 25 million people have received their first jab of the vaccine, which is closing in on half of the UK's adult population. This good news from the government seems to be helping the Conservatives in polling too, with them increasing their lead over opposition party Labour in recent days. It's not all rosy for the Tories though, with them coming under fire for the passage of the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill in the Commons yesterday. This very controversial bill is, according to the government, all about increasing law and order and protecting women. But critics say that the government is simply trying to end the right to protest in the UK, passing draconian laws which make protests almost impossible. You can find out more about this truly monumental bill in our video on the TLDR UK channel today. In fact, as we share in the full video, even former Conservative Prime Minister Theresa May had some negative things to say about the government's actions. But I do have some concerns about some of the aspects of public order. I absolutely accept that the police have got certain challenges, for example, when people glue themselves to vehicles or the gates of, of Parliament. But freedom of speech is an important right in our democracy, yeah, yeah. however annoying or uncomfortable sometimes yeah, yeah. that might be. And I know there will be people who will have seen scenes of protests and will have said, why isn't the government doing something? To which the answer, in many cases, may simply be because we live in a democratic, free yeah, yeah. society. So there are very important elements of this bill, but I would urge the government to consider carefully the need to walk a fine line between being popular and populist. Our freedoms depend on it. It's one of the most important UK videos we've made in a while, and it's linked down below. Thanks for your support. Our final story today is some good news coming from Japan, whose district court has ruled that not allowing same-sex couples to marry is unconstitutional. This is a big step in the right direction for equality in the only G7 country that does not fully recognise same-sex partnerships. As it stands, same-sex couples in Japan can't inherit their partner's assets, such as a shared house, nor can they have any parental rights over children they have together. This demonstrates the clear legal differences between heterosexual and homosexual relationships in the country. Clearly, this is a landmark victory for equality in Japan and for the LGBT community around the world. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.